Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Have you ever done this before? It's like I've never pushed a button before. But I think I figured it out now. I see I see the little waves going up and down. This is going to become my yeah. companion here. Most of the time I just sound like a hyena, but I can make it sound nice when I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I can turn it on. You can turn it on and What on. if I did? What if I just did the whole podcast? Like, <laughs> Let me tell you about <laughs> If that was genuinely your laugh. I was like, how do I soften it? <laughs> <laughs> how do you how does one even laugh like that like i, like, I don't how, how, do you, how do you laugh in like in like a nice sounding like sultry way uh, you know like well they describe it in romance novels they say and then he laughed in a salt his he, sultry chuckle darkly <laughs> i'm like what is that what is that i know like? i i like i can't replicate it I'm i have obnoxious. i have a mental image of the chuckle darkly like i get that yeah but or even like a husky I'm not, laugh. I'm not a chuckle darkly person. No. Or even like when because the woman. I'm not a top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you a have top. to be a top to do chuckle darkly. Well, and then like the they say like the you know they would have a female character that's like you know she has a husky laugh that he loves that kind of thing and I'm like how do you like, do a husky <laughs> laugh? How do you do a husky <laughs> laugh? When Poppy when Poppy was like that she was always described as having oh this husky like. I don't know. I can't relate. I can't relate. And be like, I'm... Sean! <laughs> Literally? And be like, oh my god! Literally? Stick it at me. <laughs> and then I would do Go that. Go get the oil. We're <laughs> uh... <laughs> going do it in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Ooh. In church, in the office, <laughs> on the, in the altar, in your basement, <laughs> in the confession booth, maybe. Um, Did they? I can't remember. There was stuff going on there, but they weren't like actually physically touching. Right, 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 right. And right, they right. had to step out to do that because of the nature of a confession booth. Right, 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 right. Ah, priest and sinner. <laughs> Those books were so good. So if you haven't listened to our episode about priests, you you need to listen to I it. I know. They're so good. Honestly, though, I was editing it and I was like, we're literally just making sounds. Like, we're not... Re- like, we're we not, would say there's things... There's not a coherent thought. There's it's not... Just co- like, it's, it's one of us bringing up a part that made us, like, mentally break and then us recreating the mental breakage on, yeah. uh, on and just... <laughs> yeah. Just literally, um, like... Freaking out. And and going... <sighs> yeah. Just over and over and over and over and over again. Well, how else do you describe the, what the Something. feelings that are happening in your body? That sounds better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what were we saying? 
Welcome back to a podcast well, of Smud and Dragons. Welcome back to a podcast of, of, of Smud and Dragons. One day we'll get it right. One day we'll be able to say it um, with any sort of certainty um, and clarity. But today is not that day. So... <laughs> And it's fine. Uh, we are doing another Book Rex episode today. Yes. And yeah. Oh, I wanted to do a shout out. I oh, forgot. Um, Fire and Ice D&D podcast. Our friends from Longwood have a D&D podcast. Do you remember this? Who? Zach Sneed. Um, oh! Savannah Bauer. Hope Maddox. Um, Skylar Brownman. And I can't remember... I, th- I think there's maybe one more person. I feel like I vaguely remember Zach saying something about this at the wedding. Okay. Yeah, they have. But a, I was very drunk at that they wedding. They have. <laughs> you were drunk at that wedding. Congratulations, Emily and Ricky. <laughs> Drum and wedding. They, congratulations on that open bar. I. <laughs> <laughs> that open bar came in clutch. No, um, but they have a podcast called Fire and Ice. It is. Uh, D&D live play, actual play, not live play, actual play, and it is great. I've listened to the first episode. It's super funny. I was so excited. I love it. Yeah, I was messaging Skylar, messaging Skylar on Instagram, and I said, by the way, when are you guys releasing your episodes? And he was like, we have four out right now. Where have you been? And I was like... (laughs) Apparently not on the right podcast <laughs> clearly not um. so go listen to them they are so good um we'll we'll um we'll put the t- official title in the description so i can because i can't remember it off the top yeah. of my head uh, i that's know it's awesome. so yeah that's awesome i love that for them yeah okay so yes let's talk about our books rock, rock paper scissors shoot yes you've won the last like three times have i i think so you can i'm good at rock paper scissors no it's good you can go first because I resist the pull of the scissors. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's like an... Im- it's like- Do you want to go first? <sighs> no, it's fine. You can go first. Are you sure? I like it when you go first. Okay. Because then you can come in with mm-hmm. your insanity. <laughs> because then I can ruin it. <laughs> you can ruin it. No, okay. So um, today I am going to be talking about... Where's my books? Where's my books? Okay. Today we are going to be talking about Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies. <gasps> It is um, a sort of a cozy fantasy. It was marketed as a cozy fantasy, but it is very like light academia. Here's the cover to (gasps) jog your memory. Isn't it beautiful? That's lovely. It just gives me, it's got mushrooms. It's these like, it's got like little spiky fey fingers Mm -hmm. in there and vines and the, it's just very lovely. So... I like that. So yeah, Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies. This is a, if you like light academia, there's a little bit, it's a cozy fantasy, um, but it's very like, um, what is it when it's mostly realism with like some magic? Is that like, I don't know, like magical realism? Let's let's go back to our theater degrees for a second and remember. (laughs) No, I don't know. I think it's called magical realism. Anyway. That was way that that was way too much um, uh, explanation. Okay, so Emily Wild is a professor of dryadology, dryadology at Cambridge University 
in, no, Cambridge is in England, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, okay. So at Cambridge University in England, okay? She is very smart. She's a very young professor, and her whole specialty is in fae. Okay. And all things of the folk is what they call them. Okay. So she is currently... Uh, writing out an encyclopedia, hence the title. She is writing out the first encyclopedia of fairies. All of the different kinds. She has done all kinds of travels all over the world to study the folk of that region. Um, She is on her last expedition in Norway, in a very small little podunk town in Norway that I cannot pronounce Um, because it would be impossible and I would embarrass myself. Um, So she is showing up to the town. It is snowing. It is winter. It is a little miserable. And everyone in the town is kind of gruff and not super like friendly. But for her, that's honestly fine because she's super awkward and not really into people at all. Fair. So she shows up. She has a giant black mastiff named Shadow. Ooh. Okay. And she, uh, and Shadow comes with her everywhere. So she comes into the, uh, this little podunk cabin and the guy that's hosting her is like setting her up. This, and he's like, you gotta do firewood. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And she's like, I don't know how to do that stuff, but I'll figure it out. I'm sure it's fine. (laughs) Um, she doesn't, she doesn't figure it out and she nearly freezes so many times. Um, but she's, uh, she's a professor and she's a scholar and that's all she cares about. Right. So she, this girl is like the specialist in the world. She is, her knowledge of the Fae is like. Right. Unbelievable. She also has a colleague named Wendell Bamblebee who is from Ireland, I know the name immediately. She gets a letter from him. Say that ten times fast. Wendell Bamblebee. <laughs> so she is like, and and I will say that there's like, the way this story develops, it's, it constantly surprised me because it wasn't going in a direction that I thought. So she gets settled into her cabin. This is how the book opens. And she gets a letter from Wendell, um, who is like this super socialite. He's like a professor of dryadology as well in the department. And he's sending her a letter, seeing how she's doing, all of this stuff. And she's like, oh, my God, he's so annoying. Cause I'm pre- and she's like, I'm pretty sure like he considers me a really close friend and he's probably my only friend. But yeah, I'm, very- I'm you're definitely your best friend. <laughs> And like, but I barely consider him a friend kind of thing. Right. She's not really a friend kind of person. She's right. very much a loner. Um, anyway, and she like, she's describing like going to the town, all of this stuff. And then she comes back. She had thrown his letter like in the fire to kind of discard it. And she comes back and the letter is not burned at all. And she's like, interesting. She goes, uh, not even interesting. She's like, oh my God. And she's like, also, by the way, all of this book, I should mention, is written as a journal because she's oh, cool. documenting her right, 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 travels, right. her studies, all of this stuff. And she said, oh, and also I should mention that I'm 95% sure that Wendell is Faye. Right. Um, and he's somehow just in the human world right now. I'm not sure how, but he is definitely Faye. Right. So 
It's really interesting, this book. I It wasn't what I expected, but it was still so cute. And it had romance. Oh, my God. Which I didn't know was going to happen because I thought this was just going to be her, you know, just a little cozy prancing guy. around, studying some fairies. And then it's kind of had some romance because guess what? Wendell shows up in Norway. Um, and at first she's like, oh, my God, he's trying to like he's trying to uh, sabotage my research. Oh. He's coming in with his students that he always makes them do everything for him mm. uh, and all of this stuff. And then you slowly kind of start to realize, like, oh, he no, no, he kind of likes her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's kind of, like, happy that he's there. Anyway. Um, so I'll read you a one-star review real quick. Okay. It's, it's not a really over-the-moon one. Honestly, the, the one-star reviews that are on here are both saying that, like, it wasn't enough fairies. Give me more fairy. Like this one literally says boring, hardly any fairies. <laughs> so, Damn. and here's the thing. I will say like the encyclopedia of fairies, you're expecting to really get like a right. detailed. Get into it. To get into it about all of the different types from all of the different regions. Yeah. And you don't. You right. get little snippets of her writing. Right. A knowledge here and there in her journal. Right. Um, but what you do get is a really fascinating story um, where she starts interviewing the people of Norway and starts kind of uncovering their experiences with the folk. And the folk, they're so cool. <laughs> In Norway, they're so cool. They're kind of like wintry and like have all of these like icy powers and like, oh, there's so many cool things. But um, through her investigation, she's discovering that there's like you know, at one point they, she finds a changeling child and at one point she finds um, <clears throat> a particular girl in the town that is just like completely catatonic and does not speak, does exactly what she's told. She's obedient almost mm. to a fault, like mm. like Ella Enchanted, a little Ella Enchanted involved, but she's catatonic, right? She doesn't respond She's otherwise. like a vegetable. <laughs> like if you put a bowl of food in front of her, she'll, you, you say eat it, she'll eat it. Right. Um, but she'll also, if you tell her, can you get that pot out of the oven or that pan out of the oven, she'll grab it with her bigger hands and pull it out of the oven. And severely burn herself. Yeah, and stuff. that yeah. kind of stuff. So you have she's to be very specific. And they don't know why. And what the what she has uncovered mm. is that normally they have they used to have this like relationship with the king uh, of the fae mm. that and it used to be that like maybe once every couple of years somebody would be taken by the fae mm. now it's been like several young people over the course of a couple of months oh like several people and they haven't come back Except for this one girl. Yikey, Nike. So it's like, it's getting bad. And we don't know why. And we got to figure that out. Um, And we got to figure that out. We got to figure out what Wendell's got to do with it. And Wendell What's is... Wendell got to and do with Wendell, it? Well, Wendell's from Ireland. He's not from Norway. But he gets involved. But we don't know he's fey. We don't wink, know he's Wink, fae. wink, right? We don't know he's fey. 
Um, and we definitely don't know his feelings for her because that would right. be wild It'd and be crazy. Weird. Also, there is something up with her dog that she. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys couldn't see is that Maggie is kind of like picking at her nails, like blah 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 blah. blah. Also, and then she makes direct eye contact with me. Also, there's something up with her dog. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Shadow, she keeps mentioning like a big dog named Shadow does give like hellhound he's vibes. A, he's like, a big black dog. He's a big black dog that is perfectly yeah. comfortable around any fairy that shows up. Yeah. And is totally chill and seems to be like do things that are very undog like. It's a fairy dog. <laughs> Something's up with her dog. Something's up with the dog. And you don't know what it is. I think he's a cool dog though. But something's he's up with a him. very cool dog and i i have not been able to find fan mm. art of this book yet it did just come out in like 2023 i think i would like uh this dog specifically i'm not a dog person oh yeah I, no this dog but specifically, i would like this one because it's not a dog because it's something else it's something it's got else. something else going on <laughs> and i like that <laughs> so what i will say um I did not expect romance. I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, I Like, anyway, it's not a big deal. But what I will say is it's a very interesting dynamic because Emily is such a academic, scholar, very practical, very, like, kind of feels a little autistic-coded, I'm not going to lie. Um, and then Wendell is, like, very... So he he's very fey acting. So he's very like, mm-hmm. you know, he's 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 so like prissy, and he doesn't want to get his fingers dirty, and he's always decorating the cottage with little mirrors and trinkets and things, right. and um, and and he seems very selfish and self absorbed. Um, but then, and she always comments on that. But then he like does something sincere every once in a while and you're just like eating it up right (laughs) you're like give me more right show me that you love her thank you um and it is it's a very interesting relationship dynamic um that i very much liked and there were a few times where he goes off when she's in danger i won't say like what happens or why well, that's but, like, my favorite thing and watch someone oh i highlighted every time feral i highlighted every time he got violent because it was always in reference to her and i eat that shit up nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> yummy 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 I want you Yummy to. My tummy. I want you to kill a man for touching me, please, <laughs> please. Oh my god! Thank you. Um. So anyway, uh, spice. There was like no spice, no spice. But also, there wasn't a resolve on their like. I'm not gonna lie. There wasn't like a resolve on the relationship. There's so much will they, won't they? And guess what? It never happened there's a book two coming out in june oh i, I got a say, cliffhanger jill oh it's all june everything's coming out in june <laughs> we got everything coming out in june fucking the next june book, the next the next the next the next monster reverse harem book that title is eluding me right now the next one of the beauty and the beast book mm-hmm. everything's coming out in june mm-hmm. 
and this one. And I got all the way to the end and I was like, when are they going to kiss? And then they go, Wendell and Emily's adventures will begin in book two. And I said, fuck you. Are you fucking (laughs) kidding me? I'll see you in June, bitch. (laughs) I'll see you in hell, but also June (laughs) to read your book. (laughs) I was very upset. Um, but otherwise, I love this book. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, good. it's so cute. It is not like... <clears throat> it's hard when you don't know that the book is going to have a book too going into the it's book. It's really hard. I really thought this was going to be a single like Because you start, you start to get like, wow, this is going to wrap up really quickly here at the end. There's only this much left. And then, and then you're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Like, their adventures in Norway end, light spoiler, I mean, obviously, um, but their adventures in Norway end, and then it's like, but wait, what What about, nope, we don't find out. Not yet. And, mm, anyway, so, but I loved this book. It was super cute, light academia vibes, cozy, um, and uh, for stars... I would give it, mm-hmm. I would give it a four stars because, okay. yeah, I would give it four stars. I would have liked more romance. Romance. But it was a different kind of romance. I don't know. Maybe it just was like, it's not advertised as a romance. I actually didn't know there was going to be romance, so maybe I shouldn't be complaining. I don't know. Yeah. But four stars for me. Very enjoyable read. Love that. Loved it. I love that. So what did you bring to our... Let's keep the Fae theme going. Okay. I have brought um, The Fae Queen's Captive (gasps) by Sierra Simone. Oh, I want to read this. Okay. Okay. What I do know, uh, the only thing I know about this book, other than the fact that she's a captive of the Fae Queen... Right. Is that she has a transparent back. Okay. So we'll get to that. Okay. Janeth is an archaeology student, I believe. And she's on a dig site in Scotland. Oh, cool. And, um, you know, they have this whole dig site. But there's a festival tonight. And everyone's like, Janeth, we got to go to the festival. And she's like, I would love to go to the festival. But I can see out my window that there's some weird firelight coming from the dig site. And I'm going to make sure no kids are, like, fucking around around there because they shouldn't be in that area and so she's like you guys go ahead i'm gonna go check this out make sure everything's okay Okay. and then i'll meet you guys at the festival great and they're like okay and so she goes off walks over to the dig site thank you for the sound effect (laughs) (laughs) you're really painting the picture for me (laughs) walks over to the dig site um and she she walks up and these like it's like three or four people sort of come out of like i think it's like a tomb ish sort of like cave thing that they're that they're excavating or that they're looking at oh okay and they come out of it like three or four people like adults and she's like hey you guys can't be here this is like an active dig site like i'm sorry but you're gonna have to leave and they're like look at this fucking human with the audacity of telling us (gasps) that she that we can't leave like one of our oldest sacred spots and she's like what and they're like are you janeth and she's like why 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 you you know about that and and they're like you have to come with us and she's like i don't want to do that and they're like 
I didn't, I wasn't asking. It's not a request. I wasn't asking. Um, here's like, I think they like blindfold her, like they put like a hood on her or something and they grab her and they take her back through like down into this tomb mm-hmm. thing that she's been in a million times. There's only one way in, one way out. But then they go in and then they come out and she's like, we're outside again. She's like, what's going on? They bring her to like this palace and like the the place looks different and like it's crazy. Oh. And like slowly it starts to come out like this is the Fey realm. It's not quite right. You are here for some reason. You were brought here for some reason. You need to get in with the queen and also don't forget to eat the human world salt because that's the only thing that's going to keep you human enough to be able to go back um did they provide her with the yeah, salt they, they are legally bound to provide the salt well that's nice at, at meals there but but they do not have to make sure she eats it but it has to be there available okay for her. um so yeah, so she is in the Fey realm for some reason, and she doesn't really know why, and um, she kind of goes to, like, this ball that they're having, and this ball, like, turns into, like, this big orgy, and she's like, this is crazy, and then she's like, I've always been too much for people, I just, like, have too high of a sex drive, and it's, it's just, just another like, Tuesday for just, the Fey, you know? It's just never, I've never been able to um, satiate myself and I just overwhelm people. So I just gave up on that. And um, and then, you know, one of the other people there has like, it's like clearly this like sort of Tudor, like Renaissance looking guy. And he's like, I was human. Like, <laughs> um, don't forget to eat the salt so that what this doesn't happen to you. And um, make sure you eat the salt. And like, the Fae love a good deal, but be super careful with that, I swear to God, Oh, Janeth. my God. Be, like, super fucking careful I with that. I swear to God, Janet. <laughs> be super fucking careful with that. Like, they love a good deal, but also they can fuck you over if you don't word it right, so be careful. Okay. And she's like, okay. And she's like, well, I need to get back home, wherever home is compared here. So I'm going to attempt to make a deal with the queen. For some reason, they put her in like this fancy dress and they put her like in the seat next to the queen. And she's like, what's going on? And then she starts to talk, try to talk to her. And she's like, I want to make a deal with you. And, she, and the queen's like, what could you possibly offer me? Mm. That there goes Jillian's sultry voice <laughs> that I don't already have. And, and she's like, and then she's looking at the orgy and she's like, I will never be satisfied. And like, I don't remember exactly the wording that she uses, but essentially she's like, I will always take what you give me because I will never be satisfied. <gasps> and and she's like, prove it, basically. And so she goes in and like joins this fey orgy. <laughs> she's she's bold. And is like performing and the queen is just sitting on the throne like... I- like watching watching oh my god watching while janeth like basically like sexually performs for her and i was and it's <laughs> like i'm like i'm gripping gripping the, the, the I arms love of when my you, chair i love it when you narrate all the nonverbal things that i do <laughs> i have That's to. my favorite thing about, about it's an audio medium <laughs> is that is that you are always cluing in on the things that i do that are not audio <laughs> That I used to describe. <laughs> I love it when you narrate me. Um, but 
Yes. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. She so, sexually performs for the queen. She sexually performs for the queen, and there's clearly, like, some sort of connection here, and the queen's like, okay, I'll make this deal with you. And she's like, and she's like, I will, she's like, you want to be my pet. Oh, And no. she's like, yeah, I'll be your pet until the solstice or whatever, but I have to be able to go back home. Oh, no. And, and she goes, you will not be harmed in the fairy realm. Good. Is essentially the deal. And I, I, I believe the wording is that you will not be harmed in the fae realm. Okay. Um, and then she slowly starts to discover the reasons why she is there, the connection that she has with the queen. Okay. The, the stuff that's really cool about this book is like the lore of it is really cool. Like the Fey Realm is like kind of like sort of, it's like astral plane on material plane. It's like they over are kind of overlapping each other. Oh. And, but people in the material plane can't necessarily perceive the astral plane, but yeah. the reverse is not true like they there's a point where they go to this festival that she was supposed to be at and yeah and it's like kind of weird but like they're still in scotland but they're not in scotland yeah and and the different courts of the thay are sort of territories that like overlay scotland oh so we're okay. in this Fae Queen's territory, which she's the queen of the Stag Court. Oh. We also have the like the Thistle Court, <gasps> and like it's this is like an unsealy sealy scenario, and um, like it's so cool, and like all the decor is like antlers and like crazy like stuff, and it's so cool. But yeah, the 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 queen and her brother. So they are described as, like, she sort of sees the queen in, like, the bathtub, and it's, like, her entire, like, back is transparent. She can, like, see her bones and, like, stuff yeah. inside her. It's, like, her and her brother, I think they're twins, okay. um, were born half-glassed, is what they call it. Oh. And she essentially... What does the queen look like otherwise? She's, like, tall, like, long, sleek, dark hair, very pale. Oh, okay. Um... Stunning. 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 Super hot. Flawless. Big tits. Super hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> stunning, flawless, super hot. Great. Um, we love her. And then she's just got like this sort of transparent back. And then when their mother passed away and it was like, who's going to take the throne between these two twins? Yeah. Because that's, you know, an issue. And ultimately she was, she was chosen because she's less glassed than her brother is. He's even more transparent oh um but yeah it's just like what's, a really what's cool, the, it's, it's a glass thing is that like is it, I, it like seems a, like it's like a defect oh okay <laughs> like like a congenital defect almost oh. um and but it does make you vulnerable because you're someone made can of glass see right in right into you they yeah. can see all your vulnerable points but um she doesn't give a fuck like she she shows up to shit in like backless like beautiful yeah. gown and she's like there's my spine. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking try it. I will literally destroy you. And it's so iconic of her. She's so sexy for that. I like that. Um, yeah. The spice. The spice. <laughs> it's so good. Because, yeah. okay, so the one element of this is that is that 
the guy, like the Tudor, like Renaissance looking guy, he's like, beware the fairy fruit. Okay. And she's like, hey, I won't eat any of the fruit. And he's like, no, but, and then she gets like whisked away to do something else. And he's like, I should have clarified that better. Um, but yeah. Is that like a euphemism? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, because es- essentially consuming the fluids of a fae oh. will kind of make a human like kind of high. Oh. Um, a little bit high. Ooh, and wait a minute <laughs> and like it's it's kind of intoxicating oh no and so you gotta be careful about that you gotta be super careful about that and like like she goes into these situations like fully sober fully consensual right and then like like the f- <laughs> <laughs> breathe <laughs> Breathe, breathe. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm like freaking out. So, so Sierra Simone, right? Yeah, this is the author of Priest, <laughs> as we know. I'm gonna take my sweater off. Okay, I'm. I, here's the thing. I need to read. I need to get a sample. Um, not. We don't have to do it while we're recording, but I do. I will need a sample for later. But yeah, so like for example, in their first like like spicy scene that like involves both of them, right? Um, she is kind of like in the queen's room, and the queen's taking this bath where you, where you see her back for the first mm-hmm. time, and then she's like, mm, mm, "I want to do this up to you," and and the queen's like, "Fine." She's like, "Go ahead." And so she's essentially like has her hand in the tub and is doing stuff, doing business. And then after she finishes, she takes her hand out of the tub and like licks her fingers. Oh no! And then the queen's like, "You shouldn't have done that." Should have done that. But now she's like way hornier and like crazy, and she's like yeah. everything is buzzing, like everything is crazy. And, and this girl um, already is apparently pretty horny, so... She's apparently pretty horny, and... Oh, God. <sighs> this is this is semi-related. This is not the actual scene, but she goes, I know about fairy fruit, I say, wounded. I'm practically a fairy pomolo- pomologist. Or at least I should be after all the fanfiction I read as a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Same queen. <laughs> You know what? That's so true. I am also an expert at this point. We might cut some some or all of this out. (laughs) But I'm going to read it to you anyway. I'm going to hear it. This is the part. She takes her hand out and she licks the fingers. Okay. She tastes perfect, sweet, sour, salt, an entire meal with dessert after. There's a hint of rose too, but I keep sucking my fingers. As I keep sucking my fingers, the taste changes. And now it tastes like how the air smells, like electric sex, electric hope, like a long ago version of myself who dreamed and hoped and lusted without restraint. And before I can decipher how pussy can taste anything like that, the world floods itself with magic. Suddenly, like a gate has opened up and dizzy, heady 
everything is sluicing into the room as if the room were a rose-lined bowl. Not the, sluicing. Not sluicing. The fire, the fire is brighter, citrine and scarlet and even a deep, deep blue. The autumn moon burns like a dark red sun through the window. The stars are brighter than I've ever seen them and there's more of them than I've ever seen and so many more. And the Milky Way is a mottled, glowing Samir through it all. I look back to the queen and she is she's luminescent the mysterious burn like the moon outside a one, at once cool and light giving her eyes are the darkness that the night no longer is with its glut of stars and her mouth is the shape of all my wild and secret thoughts that was hot poetic that was beautiful I know. I know. and erotic and erotic <laughs> Holy hell, is it erotic? No, that was so. The, it's it's the it's the imagery of the the Milky Way. Like, here's the thing, gross, but also stunning. <laughs> but, but also, also <laughs> stunning. Um, wow, Sierra. <laughs> I can't. Like, literally, literally, the pet thing. No, I can't. Don't don't she, call me your pet. She pulls back, pressing a finger to my mouth because I'm chasing her kiss, chasing her and needing more. I feel crazed with it. And if she won't let me kiss her again, I think I might die. Pet, she <gasps> murmurs, the edge of her mouth curling a little. Don't do that. Don't say that. Mommy, mommy, mommy. Mommy, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> mother whoa mother is mothering (laughs) mother is mothering y'all holy shit oh my god she is so insanely like like hot all the time for no like like dommy mommy step yep step on me yeah. Spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just like st- call me a pet and you're like fae voice and I'm just gonna like turn into a puddle on the ground. Like melting emoji. Truly melting. Um Yeah, and then she's like, we should get you to bed after after she drinks the fairy yeah. fruit. And 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 Janet's like, as long as it's your bed. And she's like pouting. And then she makes a noise. It's almost like a laugh inside her chest, but it never leaves her mouth. Instead, she stands, takes her towel, and knots it securely around herself. She steps gracefully out of the tub and then takes my hand to raise me to my feet. If it is my bed you want, you shall have it. Come. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Don't. Dude, like, I feel it. Don't. <laughs> don't. I feel like that Michael Scott meme where he's like, don't. Don't. <laughs> And then it. Oh, there's a map. Oh, we love a map. There's a map, um, which we love. We love when there's a map in a smut book. In a in it. How many pages is it? Like two fifty? I have no idea. It's it's a. Here's the thing. You don't have to draw a map, but you did. But you did. She cared enough to put a map in here. She cared enough to put a map in here, and And that is respect. Respect to that world building. I love that. Because this is a one, so this is a part of a series, I believe. Yeah, it's like, it's of like. Of authors. Yes, it's like multiple authors that are sort of writing in this theme. It's called the Peculiar Tastes yeah. series. 
Yeah. Um, so this is her entry into that series. 176 pages. It's a little guy. Yeah. Um, That's nothing. My only critique is I wish it were longer. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was so much cool stuff in here. I wish that this story had been able to be stretched. Yeah. Like, another 100 pages or so. It sounds like, because I haven't seen Sierra, I have... after priest i was like i gotta know i gotta i need more um and i i don't think she normally writes fantasy because no this is like brand i i I, because all of her other stuff is contemporary romance um and i I want her to write more like like because i need her to expand on this and like it's like i feel like you could expand like directly on this story like like they're like Janeth and the Fae Queen's story does resolve by the end of this book. But, like, there's other characters in there that... We could add more. You could give me... You could give me something about her brother. There you go. You can give me something about her brother. Yeah. Um, give me something. Because this world is really cool. Yeah. And there's a lot here. There's, like, a... There's, like, a lot of... A lot of, like, um... What's the word I'm looking for? World building. Yeah, world building meat here yeah, yeah. that that could be used. And like there's there's like, you know, four other courts or yeah. whatever. And I'm sure there's more sort of yeah, and she intercourt went, issues. She really went off and said, I know this is only going to be 176 pages, but I'm going to make it the best 176 pages you've ever read. Like she really popped off and she said, <laughs> you thought I could only do boys? <laughs> You thought I could only make hot boys? I'm going to put my whole Sierra Simosi into this. <laughs> That's so true. She said, I heard you guys wanted something sapphic. And I said, thank you, mother. <laughs> thank you so much. I love it. Um, more, please. But I don't know if I'm going to get more. But. No. But- I, would, I, would, I would like some. I would like some. I'm still hungry. Feed me, please. <laughs> um. So, how many stars would you give this? Okay, I would give it. I would give it. I'll give it. I'm gonna give it like four stars. Mm-hmm. I wish it were longer. Oh my God, sorry. The pop socket is like. It's a good. It's a good little fidget. It's a good I've been fidget. meaning to get us some silent. I mean, fidgets. silent fidget. That's why do you think I'm doing this shit right here? Because I, when whenever you start talking, I'm like, I need something to play with, otherwise I'm gonna I know. freak out. I um 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 four stars because I wish it were longer. Yeah. If the if this if this had like the same story but stretched out for like a hundred more pages, mm-hmm. um, to give us a little bit more meet and like build up yeah with the relationship yeah um rather than all of the development coming through the sexual encounters yeah there wasn't there wasn't a lot of relationship developing our relationship in a non-sexual setting yeah because it's so short Right. And you gotta get all of them in there because and the they're all good. You can't cut the, them all. Yeah, the whole point of the bargain is the sexies. Right. So. Right. Yeah. That That's like the whole point of it. But like I, I, I wish there were like a few scenes in between mm-hmm. that, get, that gave me a little bit more meat. 
But, like, also that was the point. Yeah. And, but she really did put all her, put her whole Simonissi. (laughs) Sierra (laughs) Simonissi. She put her whole Sierra Simonissi into into the world building of this 176 page book. I, with a map? With a map. That's, that's, that's impressive. I, I would like some more. Um, 4.5 peppers. Yeah. Because that's the whole book. It's most of the book. There is there is some plot going on that could have been more fleshed out. We have more time. But, but. Yeah. Yeah. I almost forgot for a second just how good the spice was until I started clicking through trying to find her name. And I was like. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I've read a sapphic romance before. Girly. Um. This might have to be my first, but I'm a little nervous about making it my first because then, like, is anything going to be as good? You know? Is anything yeah. going to be as good? It was really good. Um, If you're looking for the spy, if you're looking for to for more plot, this isn't it for you. Right. But, ooh. Okay. If you're looking for good sapphic spice, yeah, it exists. Okay. And Sierra Simone can write it. Great. And we'll follow her to the end of the year. <laughs> I would too. I've got some of her other books downloaded, uh, like the American. I want to try. I want to try that. So, American. What is it called? American. Something. Queen. Queen. I, I think, think. I think it's a series. There might be. Um. So here's the thing, Jill. Yes. In terms of mm. mouth feel, mm-hmm. the feel of the mouth. Mm-hmm. How would you describe okay. the Queen's captive? So. You're sitting in a stone ballroom oh. on a wooden throne. Oh. And you have a goblet in your hand that is like basically made of antlers. Oh. And you're drinking red wine out of it. Okay. And yeah, you're drinking red wine in a stone ballroom out of a goblet made of antlers. This feels Scottish in a, in a real, like, dark, sensual kind of way. Yeah. That, that's what it, and you're wearing, like, the most, like, gossamer, like, like, almost sheer gown. I want (laughs) to be there. (laughs) I don't want to sit in this room anymore. I want to be there. Yeah. Is that, I'm sorry, is that all? That's, that's it. That's, that's where you're That's all you sitting. have to say because I'm mad. I want to be there. Don't you? I want to be in a gossamer gown. God, why are we wearing leggings when we could be wearing gossamer gowns? I don't know. Okay, well, anyway. <sighs> so in terms of mouthfeel right. for the encyclopedia of, uh, Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fair- mm-hmm. Fairies. I did not say the title. I did not say the author's name. Heather Fawcett. Encyclo- em- the Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies by Heather Fawcett. It's a bit of a mouthful. In terms of mouthfeel. In terms of mouthfeel. Uh, you're in a cozy cabin yes it's very rustic not super like high-end it is definitely like you are in a cabin and the dirt on the there's floor but it is dirt 
there's it is your floor. <laughs> um, yeah, some might say you're sitting by the fire and you have like the kind of um, scritchy like what what is the pen that's the the ink? Oh, like a quill? Not a quill. Like a fountain pen? A fountain, maybe a fountain pen, but it's the kind that you dip, yes. dippy dip, yep. and then you write. Because this also takes place like in Victorian times. Okay. And you're writing in your journal and it's got that good parchment kind of paper. And you're like using the light of the fire to write and it's got the little good scritchy sounds. Yes. Yeah. It's got the good scritchy sounds. And you're covered in a blanket and there's like all of these beautiful little random trinkets around you. And you're drinking like a cup of ale. Honestly, the ale isn't great. The Mm. food isn't great. Mm -hmm. But... It's honestly the warmth of the fire. It's the scritchy of the pen. And it's chilly. And it's evening time. That's yeah. that's the mouthfeel of uh, this book, I would say. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for coming to our podcast today. I've been Jillian. I refuse. <laughs> say it like that every time because I know how much you hate it. <laughs> this has been Maggie. <laughs> um, and I hope that your next two weeks is filled with fairy smut. Have a good night. <laughs> Have a good night. listening to our show for more content from us follow us on tiktok and instagram at a podcast of smut and dragons if you want to follow either of us individually you can find me maggie on instagram and tiktok at t with margaret and jillian on instagram and tiktok at jillian Keishlin art leave us a comment and say hi guys we would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read Also, please be lovely and leave us a little sassy review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us we sound nice. That's all for now, babes. See you in two weeks for our next episode. Okay, scram. Love ya.